Mother's Day. Wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, I don't normally, on this day, uh, preach what uh, I guess would be considered a traditional Mother's Day message. Usually we're in the middle of some sermon series and we typically just kind of carry on. It's been amazing over the years how often the Lord has, has made that next message in the series just tie in perfectly uh, with this day and its celebration. Uh, but because we're kind of in between series right now, I had the opportunity to <clears throat> do what I haven't done so many times over the years. And I uh, picked a passage of scripture, shouldn't surprise anyone, Proverbs 31. If you want to turn in your Bibles there, we're going to look at just a portion <clears throat> of that passage of scripture. A passage of scripture that came from the, well, the words of King Lemuel uh, that he had learned from his mother. So quite appropriate that we, that we look at something of what he has written for us. You know, a few years ago I read that a survey was conducted among college students uh, and they were simply asked to write down their favorite word. Uh, 600 words were submitted and of that 600, 422 favorite words were exactly the same. Mother, mother. Uh, there's also a, an account of a, a research, an advertising research company that was just doing what they do and they were speaking to uh, business executives and CEOs and they were asking these uh, business leaders uh, which of the family members uh, in their own lives had been most inspirational uh, to their career. Uh, 64% responded, my mother. Uh, and then, of course, I read uh, of G. Campbell Morgan, uh, arguably one of the greatest preachers who ever lived. He was also the father of five sons who also became notable preachers uh, in their day. And on one particular occasion, the family had gathered, everyone was together in the Morgan home, uh, and the question was asked, which of you men uh, is the greatest preacher, the best preacher? In unison, so the story goes, they said, mother. <laughs> <clears throat> so these illustrations and countless others that we could talk about this morning uh, point to the reality uh, that mothers are indeed a powerful force in the lives of their children. And of course, as we know, that's exactly the way God intended it to be. Uh, so we celebrate Mother's Day. Uh, today in recognition of all of you strong women uh, who have meant so much to us and continue to, uh, whether you're here with us today uh, or whether they are not able to be. So Proverbs chapter 31, we're going to look at just a few verses beginning in verse 25 this morning. The title of this message is Clothed in Strength. And as you leave here in just a little while, moms, uh, we have a gift for you. It's just a little button that you can Put on your refrigerator, it's got a magnet, and, uh, and that's what it, it says on there, uh, the title of the message this morning, uh, Beloved, uh, Clothed in Strength. Uh, Proverbs 31, beginning in verse 25, strength and dignity are her clothing. She laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, 
and he praises her. And we'll, we'll stop there for now. Let me pray with you. Father, we thank you for these words that were written of this excellent wife and mother, this virtuous woman, uh, that in the day that these words were written was indeed a, a rare and precious person. And Lord, they continue to be equally as rare and precious today. And so we thank you for the moms who are here, our moms, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to celebrate this day with them, to just say thank you uh, for all that they mean to us, for all that they have done for us and continue to do. Lord, again, uh, what a precious gift you have given us uh, in our mothers, and uh, we thank you for it. Bless these words today, Lord, to our hearts. Help us to, to receive them uh, and uh, to emulate them in our lives, uh, men and women. And uh, we'll give you thanks and praise for that. In Jesus' name, <clears throat> amen. Amen. These words that uh, are recorded for us here have often been held up as kind of an admonition uh, to women. Uh, this is how you should conduct your life, what you should aspire to be. But in reality, these words were written to King Lemuel's sons. Uh, this wasn't so much an admonition to women and mothers as to how they should uh, build their lives, but rather these were words of advice to young men uh, as to the kind of woman they should seek out to be their wife, the characteristics that would make for a, a godly wife uh, and mother, an excellent wife. Um, and mother, and so I just want to share a couple of them. We, we didn't we didn't certainly read all that is written here, but in these few verses that I read, uh, the first thing that we're confronted with is that this this excellent wife, this excellent mother, uh, is characterized by her spiritual strength. Her spiritual strength. Uh, we can credit the apostle Peter uh, for. Any thoughts we may have of, of women being the weaker vessel, that's what Peter says of women, that we should honor our, our wives and mothers and live in, with them in understanding uh, because they are the weaker vessel. And of course we know that in general he's speaking of physical uh, weakness there uh, because the writer of Proverbs indicates that uh, these women that we honor today are anything but, uh, but weaker. They are, they are indeed strong uh, and, and it is a spiritual strength. Strength and dignity are her clothing. Uh, and, and there's a couple of things there. The, the, the virtues or the characteristics of this, this virtuous woman. Uh, she is a principled woman. Uh, the word strength, uh, again, is not speaking of physical strength there, but rather strength of character, a moral uprightness. Uh, that's the kind of woman that uh, every man should desire uh, to have as a wife. Every child should desire to have as a mother. A woman of, of character, of integrity, uh, clothed in spiritual strength, principled. Uh, again, it's an unusual thing uh, to find such a woman in our day. Uh, and, and a glorious thing uh, when we do. Uh, and especially if God blesses us with such a woman to be a wife or a, or a mother. Uh, and, and not only strength, but, but dignity. The, the word dignity there could be translated honor. It, it speaks of the honor or the notability 
the, the reputation, the renown uh, that comes from this spiritual strength of character uh, that this woman clothes herself in. You know, clothing has historically uh, been used to indicate one's status in the world. Uh, we have uh, expressions. You ever heard someone referred to as well-heeled? Uh, that expression comes out of uh, a period of time when uh, the taller uh, the heels on a pair of shoes, uh, the, the more wealth the person possessed. Uh, and, and so, again, we all are familiar with this, this idea of how clothing has been used to, to, to basically say to the world, this is who I am, this is where I stand, uh, this is the status that I have achieved in, in this world, but, but here... Uh, there is no mention of, of outward adornment. Uh, this woman's strength of character, her, her composure, uh, are what make it absolutely clear who she is and where she stands. Uh, no, no outward adornment, clothing, jewelry uh, can define her. Uh, again, as Peter says, she is uh, respectful and pure in conduct. Uh, it is the hidden person of her heart that is being revealed through her strength and dignity. It is the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. All of these unseen and yet readily apparent virtues come together to clearly distinguish this woman as one, again, in Peter's words, in, who in God's sight is very precious. And again, who in our sight should be very precious. These virtues uh, are what uh, we should thank the Lord for uh, when we see them in our, our moms. And uh, this, this principled woman, uh, again, a woman who stands out in her community for the principled stand that she takes in her home, uh, among her friends, within her church, uh, it's a wonderful thing. And not only principled, but she's, she's poised. Look at that next phrase there. She's clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs at the time to come. Uh, no mention of worry or fear here, at least not fear of the, the world and, and the times. Uh, this woman trusts the Lord. This woman uh, follows after the Lord. Uh, and, and so as a result of that, she exhibits this composure. Uh, again, this, this faithful trust uh, that, uh, again, is apparent to anyone who spends any amount of time with her. And though, as we have seen just in the little bit that we've read, and if we, if we had read the entire passage of Scripture, <clears throat> this is a woman who, who juggles a multitude of responsibilities, and yet she does it, again, with composure, uh, with grace, uh, with faith. Uh, she doesn't panic. She doesn't fear. She takes uh, her seemingly impossible job in stride, uh, and she doesn't fret uh, over what waits uh, tomorrow, you know, it's a it's a it's a great responsibility being a wife and a mother, uh, and I think we as parents would all uh, agree that there are times in our lives when we are concerned for the future 
uh, of our children. But the indication here is that this mother has so impressed upon her children what it is to, to know and love the Lord, to follow in the steps of Jesus. Uh, there is no fear as, as the days pass. Uh, she is completely confident uh, that, uh, that what she had entrusted to her kids uh, will be with them to the very end of their days. Uh, so she is a spiritually strong woman. And not only that, but she is a woman of spiritual stature. Uh, look at verse 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. It, 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 it points to being a woman of understanding, being a woman of perception. We talk a lot about perception in this church. It's, it's so important that we view our lives and we view the world in which we live with a proper perspective, with a, with a correct understanding of who God is and just exactly what it is that God is doing in our lives. And, and this is one of the, the, the qualities of this, this excellent wife and mother. She, she has uh, attained this perception, uh, uh, this depth of insight and knowledge of the Lord and of his world, uh, and as a result, uh, her words are a wealth of good sense, godly wisdom. Um, this speaks of a spiritual maturity, this, this idea of, of, of wisdom. Uh, she, has, she is spiritually mature. She has spent time with the Lord and, and in his word, and so when she speaks, she's a woman who has something to say. Uh, People come to her for advice, her children, her friends, her husband. Uh, this wisdom uh, makes her a trusted counselor uh, and confident. She is a, a woman of deep spiritual perspective. It's, it's a wonderful thing to have somebody that you can go and ask the important questions in life to. So thankful for spiritually perceptive wives and, and mothers. And again, this wisdom and this maturity don't uh, in any way indicate that somehow she is aloof or standoffish. Uh, quite the contrary. She, she teaches with kindness on her tongue, the scripture says. Uh, patiently persistently, lovingly, cheerfully, gladly. She, she eagerly shares the wisdom that has been entrusted to her, that has been gained through her years of experience of walking with the Lord and spending time in His Word and in prayer. And, and she's able to do this with a, with a joy, a, a kindness, uh, those words, the teaching of kindness, could be translated kind instruction or gentle teaching. Uh, and she patiently and repeatedly uh, reminds us of what's important, of what we should understand and what we should believe and how we should live. And she makes these lofty spiritual truths accessible uh, to even her smallest children. Deeply personable as she teaches us how we should live for the Lord. And then, of course, we mentioned the countless responsibilities that are entrusted and really, I guess we could say, thrusted upon uh, 
our mothers. Uh, I was talking to uh, a couple in our church, as a matter of fact, that was uh, going to take their children to, to Disney World. And uh, I asked, have you, have you been before? And I said, and they said, oh, yes, we, we've been before. But when we went before, it was just the two of us, no children. I said, this trip will be dramatically different. <laughs> children change everything for us. Uh, they are a, a trust, a gift from God uh, entrusted to our care. Uh, and mothers bear so much of the responsibility, especially in the home. And this woman, of course, is no exception. Verse 27 says, she looks well to the way of her household. And of course, this, this pictures a, uh, an attentive, watchful, uh, careful person. Uh, she knows that she has been entrusted with a stewardship. She knows that the responsibilities are great. Uh, and so she takes those responsibilities seriously. The, uh, the, the implication here is that this woman is, is proactive. And what I mean by that, that she attentively anticipates the goings-on of her children, of her household. Uh, she's a planner. She's a thinker. Uh, she, she is considerate uh, of, of others and, and what's going on in their lives and how she can best be a help to them or how she can prevent them from uh, falling into trouble. The idea here is of, of a, a mother who exercises her protection over her children. She, she keeps her eyes wide open to always be aware of any danger that might be out there uh, to trip up her kids, her family. That's the idea here. Uh, and, and not only to protect her family, but she pays close attention so that she can make the most of every opportunity that comes to her children and her family. Proactive in her spiritual stewardship. And, and of course, not only that, but she's productive. She does not eat the bread of idleness. Again, a simple concept for us to understand. And you know, the thing about it is, People have tried to list all of the job responsibilities or, or to make a, a job description for, for moms. And it's, it's an endless list of, of things to do. Every list like that that you look at goes on and on, and, and none of them are, are complete or exhaustive in what they lay out as the responsibilities of a mother. She, she does not eat the bread uh, of idleness, but she accomplishes this impressive array of tasks and, and, and most moms do it with such consistency that they're often overlooked or taken for granted. Uh, I read a story about some kids who came home from school to find their house in shambles. Their beds weren't made. There were dirty dishes on the breakfast table where they had been left from the morning. Dirty clothes covered the floor of their bedrooms. Toys were scattered all over the house. There was no dinner being prepared on the stove. There was nothing in the pantry to snack on. In utter amazement, the children asked their mom, what is going on? And she looked at her kids and she said, nothing. <laughs> nothing is going on. You have often wondered what I do all day while you're at school. She said, well, look around. Today I didn't do it. 
We've been blessed with moms who have kept everything in place, kept us fed, clothed, uh, our spiritual stewardship. We should, we should be so very thankful for women who view their role as mom and wife as a spiritual stewardship. And then last, that wonderful verse, and indicative of what we are doing here today. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. This speaks of a woman's spiritual status, a mother's spiritual status, prized by her children. I hope that you have the opportunity today to say to your wife, to say to your mom, how much you treasure her. What a, what a gift from God she is. And of course, this indicates that, that children will indeed do that. They may take you for granted for a time, Mom, uh, but there will come a day when they will realize just what you have done for them and what you have meant to them. And by the grace of God, they will indeed rise up and bless you, call you blessed. Uh, such a wonderful thing when children take the time to say thank you, I love you, you're a blessing to my life. Uh, I hope you get the opportunity to do that today. And then of course her husband also, the scripture says, he praises her. Uh, again, she is prized by him. The indication, if we had read the entire text there, is that this man's social status, his standing in the community, has been elevated as a result of his godly wife. Uh, and so he praises her. Men, we should be quick to express our appreciation to our wives and certainly to our moms if we have the opportunity to do so. Uh, to have a woman who has taken such care uh, to see that we have all the things that we need uh, is a wonderful, wonderful blessing. So again, ladies, these are not instructions that you need to go home and begin to try to live up to. That's not at all uh, what, what is, is happening here today. Uh, but these are the things that uh, we see in your lives uh, that God has blessed us with. And so again, this is the, uh, these are the qualities that we should appreciate, the qualities that we should be encouraged by and thankful for, that we should praise you for. And, and I guess as, as, as we kind of close here, the, the secret of being this excellent wife is, is there for us in verse 30. We didn't read it, but it's that verse that says, charm is deceitful, beauty is in va- our beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord uh, is to be praised. Uh, that's the, the excellent wife's spiritual secret. She fears the Lord. And so what I would say to you today, moms, is, is simply this, or I would ask, uh, do you fear the Lord? Has there been a time in your life uh, when you realized that you were simply a sinner who needed a Savior? Uh, When you turned in repentance uh, to receive Christ as Savior? And Lord, has there been a day like that for you? A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Uh, Trust in the Lord this morning if you've never done so. Uh, Let me pray with you. I know that this was not a a long message today, but uh, I trust that we will now be encouraged to, to call our moms today if we can do that. Let me pray. Father, we are so thankful today <clears throat> for godly mothers, 
for women of spiritual strength and stature, for those who have taken seriously the stewardship that has been entrusted to them as moms. And Lord, we thank you for the reputation of these godly women, not only here in our families, but within the church and the community. Lord, help us to understand that because of her spiritual status, all of our reputations have been enhanced, and we thank you for that. I pray today for husbands, for children, Lord, uh, help us to be a blessing to our wives and moms today. Uh, and, I, and I pray for all of the young men uh, in our church, those who perhaps have not yet experienced uh, what it is to be a husband and a father, Lord, who uh, that blessing awaits for them. Lord, uh, help them uh, to look for these godly qualities uh, in a woman. Lord, it's not, uh, it's not simply exterior beauty that we should pursue, but it is that inward beauty of a woman who fears the Lord. So Lord, we just want you to know, we thank you today for who you are. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for our moms. We ask you to bless and encourage each one of them today. In Jesus' name, we pray.